Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Step one, you say we need to talk. He walks, you say sit down, it's just talk. He smiles politely back at you. You stare politely right on through Some sort of window to your right As he goes left and you stay right Between the lines fear and blame You begin to wonder why you came Where did I go wrong? I lost friends Where along in the bitterness And I put out straighter AEW, where did you go wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Listen, just like Icarus, you can't fly too close to the sun, and at some point it was bound to happen. Save a we life, were, AEW, save a life. We were bound to get a couple botches eventually. A couple, good God, man. Perfect. Jeez. <laughs> I was mean, I, hey, what? Entertaining and frightful. Entertaining and frightful at the same time. Yes, I get that from a haunted house as well. But this was just all out botch 2020. Man, it's a good one. Yeah. All out botch. All out botch. <laughs> God, we're going to get into all this, man. This, this happened last night. All out was, uh, again, you, you expect, especially for AEW when they first started, and there was a lot of botches going on. We used to talk about it all the time with like, there was a, like be one botch every, every night. During, uh, they used to live not fans. be able to know how to. They used to not be able to know how to run the ropes, kind of correctly in AEW. Yeah, I, and they, you thought that they got over that, and they figured that out. But uh, whew, Nelly, good God! Yeah, it was a, it was an interesting one. Yeah, let's get into it. Sons of Slam, that is us. We are on. Let's do this. Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. Uh, and Spotify. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. What is going on with your Sports Center shirt? I like that. Um, nothing's going on. Not much. I actually had a. Excuse me. I was the at beer Olympics, drunk Olympics. I forgot which one they called it. That's it was, how, that's I had how bad. Olympics last night. <laughs> that's how bad it was. You got drunk and forgot. The I name. was in. I was in a. No, I, I, I wasn't drinking. I was the head coach of an Olympian of an Olympic team last night. Oh, nice. And uh, we were defending. We were the champions last year. We won the gold last year. Okay. But the funny part about it was, we played about six out of the ten games last year. We won all of them. Okay. And then we left. And left one of our players there, and we still won the gold medal. <laughs> so something similar happened this time. All right. Okay. Except we didn't leave any of our players there. We did win every fucking game. Nice. But I don't know if we won yet. <laughs> How is that possible? Because <laughs> it wasn't my friends whose fucking Olympics it was. Oh, 
it was a friend of a friend. So you dominate something, and then you don't know if you won. Yeah. Kind of. We literally went all Roman Reigns. We wrecked everyone and left. <laughs> what kind of? That was our. I have been waiting 24 hours to say that joke. Nah, like 12 hours, because nobody, nobody would have gotten it. I, I had Except that thing on tap in the back of my mind mm -hmm. that entire Olympics. Show up, wreck, and leave. Show, not even, just wreck everyone. Just wreck and leave. We uh, barely showed up. What kind of shady bullshit is that? Wait, who's who's running this? That uh, you, you don't know if you won. If you won everything, isn't that how winning win works? We didn't win. We left after the. Uh, we won the first four games. Yeah. Or we won the first three games out of six. We okay. won half of them. Okay. And then we left. And my buddy, whose friends it was, shut off his phone and he was like, "We Irish goodbye. I don't want to talk to them right now." Was it? Wait. Was, was there a reason why? Were they just angry at the officiating or the people that were there? They were just like, "Screw this. We're too. We're too good. Let's go." No, I had priorities. I had to watch all out. Oh, that was. <laughs> it was last night. <laughs> that was. This, I okay. had. To, I left there at seven twenty, or so, and got back in time to. Watch the casino battle royal. So I would assume the first two matches, unfortunately. Well, well yeah, well, then we, we'll get into all that. But I'll, I would assume that if if you did win, that someone would have gotten back to the person. But since they shut their phone off, there's no way to know. Yeah, I actually just got a text message from him saying that he doesn't know either. <laughs> so well, see, that's what you that get. Should be fun. That's what you get for leaving. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that is what you get. For hey, leaving. listen, priorities, man. I I, t I told all of my friends at the beginning of the night. I'm the villain today. I don't give a fuck. You want to be a hero and stay? You stay by all means. I don't care. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Whether good. you like it or not, and I'm not good with confrontation, so I'm going to Irish goodbye. Mm. I made sure everybody knew that. And as soon as everybody piled into my car, because I thought I was leaving all of them. Uh -huh. Like, they were all like, yeah, 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 we're going to stay. Go, go, go. One of my buddies had to come get stuff out of my car. So he's like, yo, I'm coming with you. Let's just go. Mm. Then I see one. I see him and another one come out, and then I see two more of my friends come out, and I was like, "Are we leaving?" He's like, "Yeah, you're in the car." I was like, "I'm leaving. Are you guys leaving?" <laughs> I think they're trying to find an excuse. They were just trying to find a way out, and they were like, "All right, we, well, this is this is bullshit. We want to go." <laughs> and so yeah. oh, Joe's leaving. Let's go with Joe. <laughs> Let's get out with Joe. Um, I think next time you should just dominate all the games, and that way there's no doubt. Well, if I didn't have all out. I, just, I will, will I understand that. all the games. Well, listen. Bro, I had a clipboard. I was coaching. Oh, yes. I was doing fucking amazing. That's just way too much to go into to just leave. I understand. Here was our strategy. Out, but... Here was our strategy. Mm -hmm. We had two strategies. Mm -hmm. Actually, three. Mm -hmm. There was the first one, drink. Mm -hmm. I literally wrote down drink on a clipboard and mm -hmm. pointed to it. Mm -hmm. And they did better. It was good for morale. Mm -hmm. The next one was shoot good. And every time I pointed to it, they <laughs> shot good. They shot. They shot pretty well. So they were. The next one, the final one was shoot good so we don't have to drink. <sighs> okay. And that was it. I literally just kept on pointing to shoot good during the beer pong thing. So the, and so, every time I pointed to it like that and circled it a little bit, they made it. So every time that you emphasized incredibly horrible grammar, they did better. Yes. Yes. Shoot good. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not shoot well, shoot good. No, 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 and they were like, because they were he, drunk. My buddy was like, I, oh, I, yeah, I, let's do it, and then shoot good. I wrote, out. I wrote shoot, and he goes, it would be funny if you put shoot good. And I started laughing. I was like, okay, I'll okay. put shoot. All right, shoot good. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot good now, do. Yeah, <laughs> the grammar sucks. Okay, Yoda, we'll, we'll win and have horrible grammar. Um, that's uh, that's awesome and sad at the same time. I wish you guys uh, the best of luck in the future.
and your future endeavors. Um, let's get into a lot of stuff here because uh, we had a we had a week a week to just a week we had a week, especially with the, the capper of last night. Um, started things off this week with uh, Vinnie Mac announcing yeah. on uh, uh, to to his uh, his peoples that they are banning uh, third party sources of income for for their current superstars um which includes like twitch uh let's see here uh what, what are the operations that they have there I'm, I'm trying to find uh twitch cameo cameo right i'm 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 wondering does this affect does this affect youtube uh, i would assume well so here's well no let me let me take that back so here's the thing WWE Vince McMahon uh, basically said that all third-party uh, uh, platforms that that current superstars are using they need to stop as of October second. So they mm-hmm. have now they have a little less than a month, uh, and obviously fans and, and superstars, especially superstars, are, are are not happy about this because this is another source of income, especially for someone like Paige who is still technically under contract with WWE and WWE, as McMahon has mentioned, owns. Naming rights and real names, apparently, um, which I was really wasn't if aware of. That, that is your name. If that is actually your name, but uh, Paige uh, tried to have a workaround with this, changed her name to Soraya Official, and it's still no good because apparently Vince owns that name, and as an independent owns contractor, the name Soraya, uh, uh, apparently, uh, because it's still it's still not a, a good workaround, and apparently still might be, get shut down. Um, and so, it, 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 as an independent contractor, it's basically you're just giving up everything. And there's there's no, as we've already talked about in the past, John Oliver went into a whole thing on his show. As an independent contractor, you are subject to whatever you sign on that on that piece of paper, inclu- including uh, no insurance, name rights, uh, merchandise, the the whole nine yards. So if you sign your life away, shame on you. And I, it's not that I don't feel empathy for these these superstars who have gone through this and are, are about to deal with this, like Lana. I mean, uh, her husband's out, so that that doesn't matter. But you know, it, it's people like uh, like Natalia, people like uh, and, and her sister, um, uh, 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 Selena, Selena Vega has has a huge Twitch following. October second, yeah. gone. But let me let me. Do you think they own Thea Trinidad? The name three, uh, Thea Trinidad. I mean, if which the, is if, her actual name, according to this, if if they're talking about real names, then yeah. So then, how does this not affect like? So according, I mean, according to this article, Vega has a good YouTube. Yeah, I know. Like that, like how does it, does it affect that too? So according to this article that we're uh, reading here, so Paige changed her Twitch channel name, uh, thinking it would get around WWE's new policy. The company also made it clear that they own superstars' real names as well. Now Paige might have to shut down her Twitch operation, even if it's going by Soraya Official which is the name now. Uh, superstars are pretty unhappy about this new uh, edict from the chairman for, uh, for many reasons. Uh, numbers are down. That's the bottom line. Numbers are down with WWE. Um, and this this was not an issue for the longest time until now. And all of a sudden, it, it's it's become a it's become a problem. Um, so for Soraya, for, for uh, uh, Naomi, um, for uh, Miss Trinidad there, uh, that's Zelina. Zelina, I'm sorry for for Selena. Yeah. What's uh, uh 
Naomi's uh, real name. Trinity. Trinity. Thank you. That's what I meant. Um, I, I see. I see the confusion. Yeah. <laughs> um, Being Trinidad and Trinity, it does. It it, it could get closely similar. For uh, the explanation that uh, he uh, WWE and the the chairman had come up with. Um, much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in its intellectual property, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Big E, and Braun Strowman. It is the control and ex- exploitation of these characters that allows WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest level in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than at an individual level, which is, as a result will provide more value for all involved. Bottom line is that they saw that these people are making money. Like over here, WWE is not making a dime off that 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 revenue. It's now time to to put a to bosh on this. Hey, good response. I don't know, <laughs> unless unless WWE gets some type of like, yo, listen. If if Paige comes up to Paige is making roughly forty five thousand dollars a month, I think I read on Twitch, Twitch a mm-hmm. month just alone on Twitch. Yeah, okay. Why can't the, you know five percent kick them back something? But why? You think they're gonna be? I get the intellectual property thing. I know they're famous because of WWE. I get that, but you have nothing to do with this product. I don't. I would understand if WWE sponsored. The, the channel like say WWE threw some cash to page hey listen you're sponsored by by uh, 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 SummerSlam this week so kind of like the way they do it with up up down down yes. I would assume that's that's which, licensed by the WWE which is also why we did find which what you mentioned YouTube before which is why that channel according to sources they'll they'll be fine they'll be fine apparently but if he went through the proper channel he went through get it backed by WWE which is why you see them sometimes like they'll have the back in the day they used to have like the up up down down belt like Xavier Woods would have the belt on his shoulder um no they they still have it no no I know they still have it I'm saying like they would show uh, it on WWE TV uh, right, um right. and because it was fine to do that so they had some I'm sort more of more of a left right left right type guy you know <laughs> up, down down left right left right <laughs> Wolfpack and WO type BA select start um <laughs> So it's it's just it's mind boggling, and the funny the funny thing that came out of all of this, uh, if you see some sort of humor in this, is CM Punk. <laughs> did you see what he said? <laughs> so he he tells he's basically telling WWE superstars continue with Twitch, continue with Cameo. What are they gonna do? Fire everybody? <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I okay, I, I guess you got a point. I guess if if everybody uh, had solidarity in this situation, they got to make money somehow. You know, uh, Zelina Vega can only be on Raw for so many hours a day. I mean, she's on like 15 hours of a three-hour show. So she's got to make revenue somewhere else. <laughs> so if that's the case, and if Aleister Black is making the dough, being a heel now, let her take a break and let her make her money. Paige is not even on TV. What harm is she doing? You could have gotten around this by, like, as I mentioned before, putting on your, your uh, on, on the Twitch channels of your, of your intellectual property, sponsor them. Get your name out. At least, if if anything, I understand you're not getting money from them. Put money into it. That way, they can get money from you. Yep. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's absolutely Dude. absurd. And I, I I truly believe if if CM Punk if CM Punk is right and they just all were like you know what we're we're gonna continue this, you know it's, it's my name is my name. You know, I understand. I, I, I know it's 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 kind of like catch twenty two, and it's hindsight is twenty twenty. You just signed you signed your life away because you wanted to make it into WWE. That's the big the big time. It's the biggest promotion in the world. 
uh, and you did whatever it took at that point to get in there. And now all of a sudden you're kind of screwed over because you didn't read the fine, 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 fine print, like all the way on page 17. Uh, let's see. Page. Seven, come full page circle. 17. Page 17. See, both promotions. Page 17. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a little bit of this. Yeah. <laughs> a little cross scissoring. Um, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's absurd. It's just, it's insane. And so we'll get to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. And October 2nd is fastly approaching. And uh, even though we just started September now, yeah, it's less than a month. So we'll see what happens with that because that's just an insane story. That uh, just again, things things happen for a reason. And if you're not making money, especially when it comes to business, it doesn't matter who you are, what you did for the company, what have you done for me lately. And these people who are making money on other revenues can't do it anymore unless they're out of the company. This is true. However, if you go to AEW. You'll get on their pay-per-view, and you'll be able to promote your Twitch stream on their pay-per-view. So, funny enough. Which was hilarious. Hysterical. So, on. Was, <laughs> was it the pre-show? Damn, Kip Sabian. Was that the pre-show? That no, that, that was all out. It was actually turning all out. So, during all that out. That was all out. So, Kip Sabian and one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen perform wrestling ever, Penelope Ford. Um, they, they're getting married <laughs> in real life. And so, Kip Sabian, uh, <laughs> on Twitter... Uh, AEW can't help themselves with taking shots at WWE every chance they get. Uh, hashtag AEW all out. And on their card, their uh, <laughs> the card it says Twitch TV slash the Kip Sabian. Join the super bad super squad today. <laughs> and then on the bottom it says this message has been approved by all elite wrestling. <laughs> I just find it hysterical. I, I will say though, um, uh, I mean, I, I don't see someone like, like Tony Khan, like, pulling that up but again business is business so who knows at the end of the day if if they're getting affected by the bottom line if if Khan will pull the same card that mcmahon did and say listen you can't you guys can't uh can't have this anymore um it's just weird just a weird angle to go down um suddenly quite suddenly quite the interesting suddenly yeah, suddenly too just very suddenly why all of a sudden they would just do that now uh bottom line it's all about the bottom line uh moving on um uh, under our noses, unbeknownst to most people, uh, AOP getting dropped uh, after uh, was it Razor? Yeah, Razor was uh, was cleared to return after his injury. Yeah, he was fully cleared to return, and then they're like, "Bop," uh, and peaced out. Deuces. Peace. Uh, revealed that, uh, that uh, according to uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer revealed that Razor was actually just cleared for return. Um, then they were fired, which made for a uh, very strange timing. Uh, big surprise, nobody saw that coming. Razor was just cleared, he tore his biceps, and as soon as he was cleared, he was cut. Um, the idea, the, the the initial idea was for them to come back and not align themselves with with uh, Rollins and uh, the Messiah uh, group. Um, nobody apparently knew what to do with them, to, even though they're... they're really just, they, they kind of floundered. They, 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 like, they, they, they weren't over. And if they weren't over before they got injured, there's, you know, they're not going to find anything. But how, how do you know that they weren't over if, like, this is this is the the discussion that was had way back when 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 we started with the no fan era here. How do you know they're not there was over? Still fans when they when they started when they started with Seth, there was still fans. Right, but it it, it progressed though. Their story progressed they, when they started with Rollins. Yeah, there were fans, obviously. Um, but then the story kept going until they got hurt. 
until Razor got hurt. So who is to say that there wouldn't have been a more of a pop for them had they still continued and they hadn't had a child diddler and Murphy was the only one that was left. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, they moved them over. Was, to it, was it factual? They moved them over to NXT. All right. They also found nothing in the Velveteen Dreamcase. You know, you got that, that's, the process. That's of not wall, true. That's not true. What do you mean? That's not true. They didn't. It wasn't like it wasn't proven. Uh, no. That's what Vince. Oh, Vince, oh, that's what Hunter oh, said. Oh, that's what Hunter said. Hunter said we have no. That's why they. That's the whole fire velveteen dream. He he came out against the whole fire velveteen dream thing. I understand that there wasn't there wasn't conclusive evidence like like there was with uh with uh what the hell's his name with uh Riddle like there was conclusive evidence he had proof there wasn't any proof with, with dream there was no proof with theory I understand what you're saying I get so then why did anything happen to Matt Riddle because if there was proof. concrete proof they would have done something about it. But they, he had proof uh, uh, to the contrary. He had he had proof that that he didn't do all that shit and that she was coming. Oh, oh, oh I see what you're saying. She came after him, and he had proof about with the messages, the DMs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the two of them, I understand what you're saying, but there's there's still there's there wasn't it, it wasn't as concrete as as Riddle. Whereas the two of them are basically like uh, there's not enough conclusive evidence to convict <laughs> uh, for the two of them. True. Uh, so it, it, that could have gone either way. Whereas someone like Enzo Amore. Who had sexual accusations against them? They just wanted to get rid of him, so they didn't care either way what what whether what proof he had. They were like, you know, you're gone, you're you're a dick. Um, but yeah, they kept dream, they kept theory uh, based on lack of conclusive evidence. So they kept them, but they let go of AOP. Why? Even though AOP is an amazing tag team and they're impressive, and they could have done, they could put it back in NXT. Dude, you you have a floundering uh, tag team division as it is. Why not put them with the the belts and then have everybody go after them? You have freaking you have Cesaro and Nakamura right now. Are you kidding me? Really? You could have done great some... singles competitors as a tag team. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Meanwhile, AOP is an actual tag team. Couldn't have made it with uh, a freaking uh, chance. Hell, maybe AOP in the next six months is going to be uh, AEW World Heavy World. I mean, tag team. Champion. No, no shit. Yeah, I, I could probably guarantee that that's going to happen. Uh, AOP, uh, AEW is just going to be WWE 2.0. <laughs> it's just it's it's what it's coming down to now. Um, but yeah, all of their champions are former WWE superstars. All of their champions, former WWE champ, well, champions in WWE. Uh, Moxley. We we have uh, TNT champ Brody Lee, mm-hmm. FTR is your tag team champions. Spoiler alert! Oh, spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> uh, what other belts do they have? All oh, the women's. Oh, Sheeta. Right. I'm sorry. Okay, three this, out of four. But three out of four, dude. I mean, that's <laughs> still pretty good. That's <laughs> still pretty. You're, it's still 75 percent of your champions are former WWE. Uh, and to be fair, it's it's probably because there are no women's wrestlers from WWE. Not no, but the, all right. Serena Deeb. I mean, I mean, remember her? I mean, unless uh, until uh, what's her name, um, either Britt Baker or uh, or Country uh, wins the title. <laughs> Britt Baker was never in WWE. Sure, he was. Sure, she was. She was. Yeah, like a MJF type segment. Like a, no, like a no, no, like like uh, like NXT kind of like way back. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, like briefly, like not not even like like she was in Performance Center. She was there. Uh, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can count that. Okay, she was in the building. <laughs> she was in the building for a hot second. Um, that she was. Part yeah, and of I've her. been outside Stanford. Doesn't mean I was a fucking employee. Yeah, but you weren't in. We were in a WWE ring. 
No, okay. it was in the building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then that, that I'm a superstar too. Um, okay, so anyway, AOP gone. Uh, expect them in the AEW in the next six months. Uh, moving on, what else you got? Actually, uh, Mauro Ronaldo, the famed NXT announcer, former NXT announcer actually, is parting ways with the WWE mutually okay. as of right now from what I read. Huh. So that should be interesting to find out what actually comes about of it. Where would he go? Because I think he, I read somewhere that he, well, he does, dude, he does boxing. This is true. He can he do boxing and do MMA. Like he does announce other things. Yeah. He's he's signed to show, I think he's announcing for Showtime Boxing, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But, uh, ooh, imagine him and Joe Rogan in the UFC. Oh, that would be good. That would actually be very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. Right? That would be very good. Um, anything about, uh, I heard that Lesnar was uh, was out also. Yes, Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar went out right actually his his ugh, sorry his contract expired roughly right around the time after he lost the title at WrestleMania. Okay. So So this entire time since his mania which is why he, he dropped the belt. Okay. Uh there's always a reason wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. I got you. There's always a reason. Yeah. Um do you remember what RVD named his leg drop. It was it like the 420 or something like that? It was the 420. <laughs> uh, do you know? Why, those, you know why those numbers, though? I don't, I don't how? Know. Yes, go ahead. Okay. So I actually I actually read about what the whole scenario was. Okay. He was like, Hunter came Hunter came to, to Rob and was like, uh, so, you know, what's with the... 420. I just got to run up by Vince, make sure you know it's nothing bad. Mm-hmm. So I think RVD said something like, "No, no, no, it's like uh, if you take our, it was like our age and our weight or something. You just combine <laughs> them all together, it makes 420." <laughs> what? Good for you, RVD. What? Way to come up with that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. Uh, yeah, you know what? I like that he had it in like in the, in the holster. He had that gun ready to shoot and cock and, and point. <laughs> Like I had this card pulled out. What you're questioning? What why it is? Okay, here. <laughs> it's bullshit. Exactly. Bullshit. Oh man, that was hilarious. RVD's um, RVD is amazing. Another one. The word. <laughs> the word jabroni has been added to the dictionary, mm-hmm. and everybody's been giving props to the Rock for coming up with this word, but nobody is recognizing the Iron Sheik in this, and I'm very disappointed in everybody. Um. Yeah, there's no <clears throat> no respect for the original Jabroni. Uh, nope, which, absolutely not. For Iron Sheik. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I, it just, it, it's it's unfortunate that he gets no love <laughs> in all of this. Um, much like his career. <laughs> he gets he gets no love. Um, other, but other than the uh, the true, the true like, down and dirty fans that he's, he has basically come to embrace in, in this the second half of his career uh for all these years but uh yeah so the rock basically takes all full credit for jabroni that unfortunate you gotta give the you gotta give the fucking you gotta give she credit when when uh well speaking of two stories in one here so speaking of the rock um him his wife kids all with the covid and so oh, yes when he comes out of this covid uh uh, phase 
we should go on Twitter and say, listen, I appreciate the original OG of the of Jabroni. Uh, but uh, he should absolutely. But it's, it's all me, uh, and then and they should just turn around and say, but it's all me. So you can, <laughs> you can take that and walk, <laughs> and just turn have a heel turn in a in a tweet. He'll um, turn just like his fucking, <laughs> just like his cousin. Just like his cousin. Yeah. How about that? Uh, full circle. Uh, speaking of of COVID, also, I, I found it ironic that uh, the new Batman, which uh, again, I'm I'm all about this new uh, the the trailer for the the Batman movie coming out next year. Um, ironically, he got COVID, even though he wears a mask. But it's not the right mask. See, it's it's opposite, right? It, it covers. It's like Rey Mysterio getting COVID too. It's like all right, right I get right. it. I can see, you can, yeah, because you can still breathe it in because it's not, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. The, the joke is that he has a mask on, douche. Don't ruin my joke. And I thought the joke was that it started with a bat and then ended up with Batman. <laughs> it, it the joke is that it started that it, you you figure out the Joker's right all along because he's trying to fight the bat and the bat is is the bad guy along. Just like turns out that the bat is actually fighting himself. Just like Cobra Kai, just like oh, not Cobra Kai, just like exactly, just like Karate Kid. That when you watch Karate Kid, you think it's Daniel is the bad guy, but he's the one that picks on Cobra Kai. Ah, see, (laughs) how much How I Met Your Mother have you watched in your day? Uh, I've watched the season probably three times over. Okay, (laughs) that's what I thought. I love that show. Um, Oh yeah, well yeah, that's. I, I didn't get it from there, but they also emphasize it on that show <laughs> that Daniel is is the bad guy. But yeah, I've, I've seen that before. That um, anyway, <laughs> let's get into some uh, some wrestling here. Um, really quick, the quick hits on on Raw here. Uh, we had uh, uh, a three way at the end of uh, three way match at the end of Raw to uh, see who's going to compete against Drew McIntyre at. Uh, the next pay-per-view, which I'm drawing a blank as to what the name is. Please go ahead. Clash of Champions. Thank you. Good God. Um, <laughs> so we had we had that through way. We, but before that, we had uh, somewhere somewhere in the midst of everything. It just WWE seems to like to throw things in. I mean, it happens in wrestling also. It just across the board where there's no hype, there's no like build up, but. This is a three-hour show, so at some point we have to throw something in here. And so, at the beginning of the night, they announced that they're going to have a uh, a, dispa- uh, a women's tag team match where the loser has to basically disband and not be them anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm by, by the way, I'm skipping all the, over the other crap here, just going over the main points of Raw. Um, so it was the Riot Squad against the, the Iconics, and they advertised this match as a loser is done match. Like, wouldn't that be like a pay-per-view style kind of thing? I, it just seems very abrupt. Uh, I'm try- I'm still reading in on why this suddenly happened. Uh, but the Iconics lost, which mm-hmm. I, as- I assumed because Riot Squad just formed and they are brand new. They would not do that to Reformed. a new team. Reformed, thank you. They would not do that to a new team, whereas the Iconics have been established. But they decided to disband them and apparently this is going to be a Shawn Michaels Marty Jannetty situation where Billy Kay is going to get his her head thrown through the proverbial window which ironically at the end of the night she did <laughs> when she got thrown into raw underground that was her window <laughs> by yeah, who? That was her window by Shawn Michaels <laughs> aka mm-hmm. Peyton Royce and that's it that's uh, the end of the iconics yeah so check back with us in like 13 years when we figured out that Billy Kay actually murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> when they find the body and then she's she's dating some uh, black Jamaican guy uh, but, and uh, I can't believe that asshole and, and by the way I, they didn't ask me where the body was um, yeah Billy Kay's gonna and be and that was the first time I made a man disappear 
<laughs> oh, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. Um, let's see here. We had uh, Rollins. So, uh, so apparently also Rey Mysterio had an injury, a legit injury. Um, and so uh, Dominic took over. It uh, was a partially torn bicep, I believe. Partially torn bicep uh, on Mr. Mysterio. It wasn't so. fully torn the way that uh, Hunter Hunter was the one that tore his bicep, right? Hunter was or the was one that, that tore his pec. He tore his pec. Oh, he tore his pec. Okay, that's my bad. Um, he tore his pec. But uh, Mysterio not having a great 2020, man. He, he lost an eye. Lost an he eye. Lost muscle. I don't know how he saw that. I'm sure he just felt it. I don't know how he could see that because he doesn't have a, a right eye. But, uh, man, this guy. Not doing well. Little man. Sorry. Um, so his son takes over uh, for this. They had these matches to, uh, to advance to this triple threat match at the end of the night. Uh, one of them being Ziggler versus Keith Lee. Keith Lee won that one in this Rollins match uh, against Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Rollins won that one. Uh, in the third one, it was uh, uh, Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens in basically a squash, uh, which just kind of was weird. Um, then we had the, the triple threat with uh, Rollins, Orton, and, and Lee. Uh, and then Orton takes it in, in this in this triple threat. So now we have Orton against Drew McIntyre uh, at Clash of Champions. So the the redo. I missed the last match of Raw, but I'm gonna assume that it was Randy pinning Seth. Correct. Randy pinned Seth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. You can't. You can't. Uh, pin yeah. RK, right, right RKO right now. out of nowhere and then pin Rollins. Yep. It, it makes sense why they put Keith in the in this situation at, to get him over, mm-hmm. even though he is over, really. He is over. Um, but, yeah, you can't have him, like, get squashed by the same person that was trying to build you up. In, and in, you also oh. can't have him go after uh, – you can't have him as a babyface go after his friend as a babyface for the championship. Right. I may just be old school like that, but you give me a heel and a face any day of the week. Uh, by the way um, – there was uh, the the Street Profits. <laughs> the Street Profits were fighting Andrade and Angel Garza, and um, Retribution gets in the mix. And uh, oh, by the way, in the in, in, earlier in the night, you saw Retribution like they were coming through the halls, and I'm like, oh, I see Dominic's nose. <laughs> I see Dominic's nose. I see like this this tall. There's two tall guys in in Retribution. Which Dominic? You talking about? <laughs> Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic? <laughs> Dijakovic. <laughs> um, you see him and you see Mia Yim. Like, it clear as day, uh, these, these two. So, of all the other people in Retribution, there's these two. Why are they in Retribution? Nobody knows. Again, it would have been great if you had people that were fired before on Black Wednesday to come back and you re-sign them. And they're part of Retribution, which explains the whole tearing down of the, the establishment. But Mia Yim and Dijakovic were just in NXT no more than five seconds ago. So I'd love to know this explanation. If we're going to have another uh, um, Nexus, Nexus Nexus situation. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know where I was going. If we have another Nexus situation, it, it's it's old hack. We've, we've been through and done this already. Like, it, we're doing this again. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I want to know the payoff. That's it. Yeah. Steve Steve actually said this to me last night. He, there, he said that there is... It, both WWE and AEW are doing this. They're taking really long to have their factions finally form. Okay, with WWE it's different because Retribution, the factions already formed, but it hasn't been revealed. Mm-hmm. With AEW, he had mentioned the Four Horsemen storyline. 
and how that kind of still isn't really revealed yet. See, I don't like I don't like rushing it though. Like I, I don't I, like rushing it either. But I think this retribution has been gone on way too long. But you see, you say it that should have gone in in between two, in between two uh, pay per views. Mm-hmm. I get. You have it, you build it up to the next pay-per-view, and you have them rough, run roughshod on the next pay-per-view. I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But this is like you know, three pay-per-views already. Granted, See, two of the pay-per-views were back-to-back weeks. I get that. Okay. so then, here, But the, it is taking a while. Me, okay, you say that, but then on the flip side, something like uh, Omega and Adam Page, that how long has that storyline been going on? Where we're just like, when are we going to – the same thing like Baszler and Nia Jax. The odd couple tag team put together, they win – they should have been, oh, you would have assumed that they would have been dismantled months ago. Months ago. And they've still gone, and they just lost the belt last night. That This storyline just, just had the second. <sighs> they they were friends going into it. Uh-huh. They have been friends for years. So it makes sense why you put them together as a tag team. But I'm just, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the storyline build. Like, you, you they're inevitably going to fight each other. Uh, so, yes. so that's what we were waiting for. That's what I'm talking about. The inevitability of them Im- imploding, uh, the mega powers explode, and the two of them going at each other at some point. But this story, that storyline has been going on for how many, how many days now? Because they've been, you know, the longest AEW champions since you know, AEW hasn't been around that long. But they have been the, the champions this long, and they just stopped as of yesterday. That's the that that's the payoff is that you you've built this storyline, including the elite, and now you know young, young bucks are involved, and you knew this was all going to happen. This wasn't like, you know, I can't believe it. if you were Mark and you're like I can't believe you know, young bucks kicked him out and da 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 and Adam Page is and uh, Omega's going to flip his shit. You knew, so if you knew you're this. a Mark, if you're a Mark, you're going being like, yeah, why didn't they kick him out months ago? Months ago, I can't believe it. You know, he's <laughs> such an asshole. Like he's not good for the, the he's not good for the elite. I can't believe it. Bring in somebody else like Matt Hardy. Here's 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 my theory though. With with Hangman and Omega, it is more of a story, right? Mm-hmm. It follows the typical English language arts direction of a story, mm-hmm. right? It is just getting, it's not even at the climax yet. Actually, it might have gotten to the climax where it's getting all the way up and then it we're just waiting for it to come down. But at this point, you needed those ups and downs. We thought Hangman was leaving a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Hangman said he didn't want to be in the elite, in the elite anymore. Okay, right. that's fine. Now you have that building towards something with ha- uh, Hangman and, and, and Omega. And then he kind of falls into line, keeps the titles. They're still working as a team, this and this and that. Then you have this whole story about, again, BTE does take a big part of it. You have this whole story about how the cleaner is going to emerge again. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think this this particular story is different. Because it's telling a story over a long period of time as opposed to the other storylines which are just trying to piece stuff together as they go. But I, 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 okay. I, I, I guess we'll agree to disagree only because I feel like if you just had this you have this group of of masked people coming in, destroying the place and leaving, and then all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna announce them who they are. I think it's just it's way too rushed, and there's no you're talking about when you want to pay off. Everybody wants a payoff, but you have to build as to why they're doing it first, and then reveal who they are. 
So they, at some point, they're, they're doing what they're doing. They haven't they haven't explained why they're doing what they're doing. Like that's the payoff first in this in this stage, at least for me, that I'm trying to figure out first is why they're here to doing what they're doing, and then. You could see, like, okay, this person is here, and they're in this group, and now they reveal they they unmask themselves, and they're it's that's the big shock, and that's the ultimate payoff, and then they mm-hmm. go on and do their thing, and and every single one of them becomes a a, a belt wearer. You know, that's we'll see what ha- what happens with that. But as far as the storyline goes in itself, in and of itself, this there's got to be a reason why they're doing it, and then you see who it is. You can't. I, I don't think you can just rush it and just say, okay, now I need to know. Now they're, they're this is it. Who are you? Because then it just doesn't make any sense to kind of just throw it out there. I don't know. That, that's that's just my my take on it. But uh, I brought it up to say that um, uh, <laughs> uh, Garza basically takes um, uh, Demi Burnett, who's sitting outside. As soon as Retribution comes, he books it with her. They're gone and leaves his tag team partner in the ring to get his ass kicked with Street Profits and also with uh, Zelina Vega. Uh, by by clearly women, <laughs> so they wanted to make that clear that it was women beating women and men are beating the men. Not that some guy, I mean, it, that would actually be, I don't know if that'd be badass or not. If some guy just basically takes Alina and t- tosses her over over his head, I think <laughs> I think the commentator should have just kept it like we don't know who it is, right? We don't know who's beating them up. Mm-hmm. It could have been a dude beating up Zelina Vega. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that pops ratings. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be rating. You know the backlash that you get from w, in WWE. I mean, you want to talk about domestic violence? Alistair Black, <laughs> Alistair is the Black is the leader other... of Retribution. <laughs> Just kicked her, his wife's ass. What a storyline that would be. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, uh, Zelina Vega gets her ass kicked by Retribution. So all that, all that, blah 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 blah. And then uh, Randy Orton takes the uh, the main event with a triple threat match and pins Rollins. So that was Raw. Um, in a nutshell moving on uh we had a uh, super tuesday which by the way we we didn't realize until a couple of days later and figure out that super tuesday is super tuesday because of the nhl playoffs so mm, if we, right. and, and you had mentioned this to me actually i'll give you credit uh this week is that had we had known that it was there was two weeks of playoffs on wednesdays oh we could have done our predicting way better way better <laughs> what would but here's the thing we kind of did in that we thought we and we did say last week that there would be some sort of like somebody Schmaz. with two wins each in, in this and and obviously across the board if you're watching the match you're like okay one person got a, a pin now this person got a pin now this person got a pin now we're even at one okay okay story storytelling I get it that's what wrestling does and then all of a sudden uh, Finn got a, another pin and then with like it was it was weird because I kept rewinding it they. Uh, uh, it was like five seconds left. Yeah, and then Cole comes in. He can't with the roll up. With, he can't push Finn <laughs> to to turn him over, and there was like two seconds left. So apparently the ref is like one, two, three, and it was like negative one second left. <laughs> so, you know, wrestling. So this is what happens. So, but anyway, uh, if we had known then, and we kind of predicted that there would be like a sudden death. We did say sudden death last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know that we'd carry over into the next week, and we should have also known. Oh, I should have known when I saw that the time when it started, the intros started ten minutes to nine. This is an hour long Iron Man match. Intro started at eight fifty. They uh-huh. went to commercial. <laughs> they came back. They did more intros. So by the time it actually started, it was like like eight fifty five. Uh, it was like almost nine o'clock. So the hour came and went, and there was still like five minutes left <laughs> at the end there. Should should have figured that out. But we did say that there was there was going to be some sort of. Uh, uh, 
uh, sudden death thing, and that's what they did. So basically, I they're pushing it till next week. I went back and forth on the. I missed the I missed the beginning of the 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 match. Mm. Did they have? Uh, honestly, I forgot what I was talking about. Go back up. This this screen really threw me off. This what is the purpose of this? forklift right here okay so they started the night off at nxt i didn't really i didn't even want to talk about this but this threw me off well, i did i forgot what i was talking about <laughs> what was the purpose of this forklift we'll, we'll get to the end at the end of the, the night here so the so nxt super tuesday basically started off with um uh legato del fantasma coming in the ring there was a six-man street street fight so that's basically where the street fight aspect of it came in nobody really talked about it being a street fight um other than the fact that they had a forklift come into the side of the ring and Swerve Scott and uh, uh, Fandango basically jump off of this thing onto uh, Phantasma. And yeah, it just came out of nowhere. And they, they didn't utilize it for the rest of the night. That was it. That was the one spot. They did like a flip onto them. That was it. And they went on their way with the match. That so, was it. That was it. That was the purpose of that fucking thing. Being that was it. It wasn't used again. <laughs> it was not used again. So All did, of that derailed our show just for me to fucking find that out. And by the way, that comes full circle because we'll be talking about for, forklifts in a, in a little bit here. Um, Thatcher beats Reed, uh, and then we have the the sixty man iron uh, sixty minute sixty man sixty minute that would be insane uh, sixty minute four way Iron Man match sixty man sixty man sixty man sixty minute Iron Man match that that would be how many pinfalls can you get uh, for sixty people. Um, battle royal, sixty man <laughs> battle royal. But it wouldn't be a battle royal. Sixty a... man, no, 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 sixty man, sixty minute battle royal. But it wouldn't be a battle royal. No, no, no. You lose every time. You know, it's It'd a be... loss every time you go over. <laughs> but you can come back in the ring. You can come back. <laughs> you in the ring. Back. <laughs> <laughs> need to workshop it a little bit. That... There's something there. <laughs> if we can cut it, down, we can cut it down to thirty. If we get the thirty guys that can all come in, and then that, depending on how many times you get thrown out, that's that's like the person that throws you out gets the gets the the count. And then you just basically come back in the ring and, yeah. and, and keep going. Interesting. We okay. do like uh, beer pong rules, double elimination. Gotcha. <laughs> if, but if you get bad, if you get bounced on the table, then that's that's three people out. It counts for three. If you if you could <laughs> yeah. throw somebody over, like that was the one impressive thing about uh, SmackDown. We'll get into is that Corbin threw Uso over the Thunderdome screens. If you can do that, if you can throw it from the ring, throw someone over the the Thunderdome screen, you get to choose five people that you get to eliminate. As their one elimination. As their one, but it counts as five. But they, you, you just throw one person over the, the screens. But you get you to pick five you can people, pick five people get that, that get kicked out. Nice. See? Told you there's something there. Uh, brunch, brunch wrestling? What is it? <laughs> yeah, brunch wrestling. Brunch wrestling. <laughs> all um, brunch wrestling. All brunch. ABW. <laughs> there's going to be some litigation. Some lawyer's going to come out of the woodwork on that one. Um uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this match, this this uh, sixty minute Iron Man match. I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, because everybody had their had their moments. Everybody had like two or three moments e- each, as far as like you know, everybody got a pinfall, um, there was, you know, submissions, blah blah blah. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to call it uh, Tequila Sunrise. Um, <laughs> Panama, <laughs> Panama Sunrise. I wanted Tequila. Uh, the Panama Sunrise uh, by Cole. And yeah, and then that ending was just was just weird just because of the timing of it because he just could not get Finn over uh, to get the pin, but it, but alas, wrestling, and so they they count it with negative two seconds to go, um, 
And uh, so so Regal comes out into the ring and uh, clears everything up because you know Finn and Cole are saying they're the champions. And then Regal, uh, in his yelling way, basically says, uh, "Next week we'll have a sudden a sudden death." Uh, so basically, it's he calls it a sudden death. It's a match. <laughs> it's a, it's a one it's a match. match. <laughs> it's one on one match. We call this a regular one on one on one one fall, <laughs> uh, twenty minute time limit match. Um, so that would At be at this point. You should just build it as, "Hey, we're gonna have a four, we're gonna have a four man." 60-minute Iron Man match. Hmm. The top two at the end are going to face next week for the for the NXT title. But they wouldn't have said they say, but if you said that though, then you would have known that two people would have won. Whereas this was the whole yeah. the whole no the whole premise of this was to get one person to win the belt. Like you didn't that, you didn't want people oh, I know, to but know. But at this point, they're just like, yeah, we should have just done. It. Well, I mean, that's all in hindsight. But you have to have people watch. That's the whole point. You have to people watch. So they're going to crown a champion this week. Oh no, they didn't. They're going to push it till next week. Shit, but I got he, suckered in. <laughs> exactly, and, and people were not fucking happy about it. No, well, I mean, it, it, they don't. Do you think WWE cares? Like, this is this is to get more ratings. Now they're gonna have that much more next week when they, have, they see these two behemoths go at it for the belt. Speaking you know. of ratings, yes, I did hear through the grapevine mm-hmm. that they are testing this Super Tuesday to possibly make a move to Tuesday nights. Okay. That being said. This past Tuesday, mm-hmm. NXT crippled Impact's viewership. Completely crippled them. So they're on Tuesday. I don't. So I, I didn't even I know didn't, that. I didn't, I didn't even know what day they were. <laughs> Me neither. I know what day they were. I didn't even read the numbers. I just saw that it was like, oh my god, yeah, they do work. They do work on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. It was only it was only day free. Can't do Thursdays. Actually, Tuesdays got dark. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, Tuesdays. Well, Tuesdays has dark, but. Like just like just like TNA or Impact, is anybody watching that? No, gotcha. Um, what was the original yeah, date? TNA. I'm still paying TNA fucking eight bucks a month. I really have to cancel that. Cancel what? I bought I bought it for Slammiversary, and I have not watched a single thing. I well, gotta fucking. What's wrong with it. you? Stop it. You 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 just a you lot. Just, you just paid they them. Get me, dude. You paid Shit them like a hundred like and some odd dollars for nothing. Oh, since I when? didn't buy Slammiversary. You but you're paying eight dollars a month times how many months? Two. Oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, yeah, Slammiversary just happened like right right maybe okay. three months ago. Okay, right, right, okay. I thought you meant like last year. Okay. No, no, no. All right. No, so no, like, no, no, no. You're, so you're I'm in. Actually, probably going to cancel it right after this. <laughs> you're in to Impact Wrestling for sixteen dollars. Half Maybe of which, 24. half of, <laughs> half of which is was just given to them because they're nice. And good for you. Yes. All right. Nice. No, all of all of which was given to them because because they're nice and I'm lazy. No, but you watched the first one. I didn't. You didn't watch the anniversary. No. Okay. Turns out, turns out you have to buy the impact and then buy the pay per view. And I was like, I Oh, get the hell out of here! What is? By the time I bought the, by the time I got the the app and everything, mm-hmm. I was trying to look for it, and then same anniversary had already started. I was like, oh, Fuck this! I'm oh, impact! Go on you Twitter. slay me! Um, I'm just gonna go on wrestling Twitter and be fucking spoiled to it. But like everybody, every other Joe Schmo and Mark out there, <sighs> cancel immediately, please, uh, or cancel your credit card and get a new one. Um, yes, sir. That's what I do. Uh, oh, listen, TD Bank, by the way, shout, shout out to TD Bank for just being like, you know what, I have too many things that I just paid for, and I don't want to have them anymore, and I don't want to have to go through every single one of them to to unsubscribe, that's how lazy I am, I will call them up, cancel my card, I need a new one, and the same day, I will have a new card. Oh. It's it's just the worst. Even with COVID and the mailing process that yeah, way? Well, it's like, they, no, they do it in branch. They make cards in oh, branch. Oh, you went in, okay, gotcha. But you can't go in branch I was like, now, how so are you doing this from home? Drive through. That's interesting. They do drive through. They they give you the card and drive through. Oh, it's the laziest. I, I I I'm fully aware that I am the laziest son of a bitch on the planet for doing that, and I should just go through all my subscriptions. No, I just want to cancel the whole thing and just start over. Oh no, I took like fucking three hundred bucks in like 
singles once to a ATM, a drive through ATM. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to put this in the bank. <laughs> That's where it goes. So, turns out, 50 bucks each time. I was at that fucking teller for a good amount of time. I did not want to get out of my car and go inside. That's what happens when you work at the strip club. A bunch of singles. Oh, sorry, you're, you're strip club pizza guy. Yes. Gotcha. Available on weekends. <laughs> so we, uh, we go Friday Night Smackdown, which, by the way, um, uh, I, I signed up for their uh, uh, to, to get tweets, their, their, their retweets or tweets from, from Twitter <laughs> on WWE. And only, only, only did that because I wanted to find out when the Thunderdome was up and running. And they announced it on Twitter. That's how you found out. So immediately I got the notification. I sent you. I texted you. I texted Stephanie Rob. I said, "Listen, Thunderdome now. Go." I signed up. Got in. As far as the the link, got the link the day of. Call time was seven o'clock, for apparently all of us. I got in. I got home at like seven ten, and mm-hmm. I I hit it, and it says it's already full. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and not to mention the fact that Stephanie did the same thing. Our friend Stephanie, she did the same thing. She got the same the same response. And then she tells me to keep refreshing. And I'm saying, but it says not to refresh. Okay, whatever. We kept refreshing, kept refreshing. I kept refreshing. At one point, it, it stayed on the screen. It said, uh, don't refresh. Stay right there, blah, blah, blah. She got in. She got in. Wow. I'm like, this is bullshit. I've been here this entire time. Mind you, it was like an hour in. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So I refreshed it. As soon as I refreshed it, it said, click here to enter. As soon Ooh. as I refreshed it. So, what so you I'd have to refresh it. So apparently you have to refresh it. But I wouldn't have known that. I would not have known that unless she did it. So I'm waiting on the screen, not to, not touching anything. I hit the refresh. It happens. I go. I enter it. She gets immediately booted <laughs> out of the room. Why? She, she's done. I don't know. She she got booted. She uh, doesn't know why either. She got booted during uh, uh, payback also. And uh, what was she wearing? Well, she she was like, we were like, we can't see you. Like, do something on the camera to make us like to make it obvious that you're you're there. We did see her though. We saw her and we saw her sister. Her sister was on. Okay. on, on they had took a photo of it, and her sister happened to be in the background on Instagram. We saw during the actual broadcast. We saw Stephanie in the top right corner. She, nice. She takes a napkin. She puts it over the camera. She gets booted. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm like, well, don't do that. At least flail your arms and do something. Don't cover the camera. Of course, they're gonna boot you. Um. Anyway, I thought she was wearing like you know an Aero Pastel shirt, and they're like, "Oh, uh, you can't have that. No, that's sorry. branding. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no branding. Um, no, I think she had a, a Twitch shirt, and you can't you can't do that. I think WWE own, <laughs> own, owns her name. Um, so anyway, she so. had a shirt with her cameo on it. <laughs> it had a cameo. <laughs> Every person in the in the thing now should just have a cameo shirt, like their your address, and see how many people get booted out. Um, I get in, and now for the next hour from nine to ten, I am in the Thunderdome, and. They started a new thing there, apparently, where they have a producer that is feeding you. Like, if you're at the Maury Show, Maury Show, will, they'll have a, the producer, if you ever go. Applause. And if you want, ever want to go, I my friend actually does a stagehand there, uh, I can get you in and sit front Really? Row. It's amazing. Oh, it's, a, it's an amazing Not, experience. Uh, no, I was thinking Jerry. That's my bad. Well, they don't, Jerry's, Jerry's done anymore. Maury's, Maury's actually really fun. You should, you, you should actually just go. We should go. <laughs> anyway. All right. There's a producer that, and, and Maury, there's a producer that sits on the floor, and he's she's basically like... And then he's like, oh, oh, oh boo. And she'll do like the, the wave, like, come on, ha- louder, louder, louder. So, really? Yeah. So they awesome. kind of like to, to, to feed the crowd. And then you'll, you'll feed into it. You're like, yeah, they suck. And oh, that's the father. Of course, that's, he lies. You know, the, 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 he paid, paid the woman. You're, you're the, uh, she slept with the man. You're the daddy. You're the daddy. Anyway, so <laughs> during this, during Thunderdome, 
there's someone that, that you, you see first of all it's it's about a minute or two uh, ahead of live broadcast because live broadcast is always delayed you're getting you're getting an actual you're getting actual live live feed. live feed right so if if there were actual fans in the crowd and you were watching this you'd get all the the cursing and blah 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 you know whatever if they happened to bleep something that it was there so you're getting the actual live feed you're hearing Cole you're hearing Graves and then this third voice comes in and kind of it drowns out Cole and Graves and saying all like, you hear is someone coming you hear someone going clap now <laughs> there's like all right. <laughs> Uh, here's uh, here's uh, Sami Zayn. Oh no, we, we, what do you think about Sami Zayn? Ooh. But you hear like in his voice, he's like, you, you, he's directing without directing. He's like, what do you, what do you think about Sami Zayn? Oh, here's uh, heavy machinery. Heavy machinery is coming in. Here we go, guys. Let's let's, let's see it. And then he does the counting. So they have a hype man. They basically have a producer hype man, and then oh they God. count you in for commercial. Like we're we're coming back and we're coming back live in five, four. Let's let's see those faces. We're coming back to you. Meanwhile, when he says they're coming back to you. They're not coming back to you. They're coming back to whoever's entering the ring. And meanwhile, all the screens are in that 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 wrestler's color or video anyway. So you're not on the screen. So I'm sitting there like, you, you your your picture is on Can the bottom left. You still left. see it though. You see everything. Okay. As if I'm watching it's at, like as, as, as if I'm watching at, as if I'm watching on Fox. Yes. Okay. So, but they have a small screen like there's a zoom screen, but on the bottom left where it has the, a frame where your face should be, right, and like a little outline. And you know they make they tell you to put your 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 head uh, certain space in the camera, yep. and the, and the the guy's just coming in with with things here and there. He's he's not talking for the most part. Like you'll hear Colin Graves talk, but this producer's coming in saying like, "All right, uh, no, let's get excited. All right, good job, guys. Good job. You're all doing so well. Blah blah blah." And then at the and then also during commercials, they would have like if you're watching the network, they would have those commercials like, or if you're actually at the arena, they would have those commercials during the commercial break where it's like come go. Buy www.shop.com or yeah. see the network, all that, all that stuff. And then they had, I'm going on a total side tangent here. Then they had wrestlers uh, on mic, like doing like little like weird things during the commercial break. Like they had Drew Gulak doing like stretching exercises, and they had Cesaro uh, uh, trying to hype up everybody in the Thunderdome. And they were like, "Oh, thanks guys for watching." And now we're we're coming back. And then they were just weird because they they hand off the mic to whoever's doing the producing there with the camera guy, and then they they. Go off to the live feed of of, uh, of SmackDown. It was just, taking Thunderdome like a live show. It's like a live show, and it, you know, it's wow. with, with the actual fans, it's it's an interesting uh, thing to be a part of, uh, especially with what they're, how they're doing it. It's and also because apparently the producer aspect, they added producers a new thing that they're adding to it to kind of get the, the crowd hyped. Because apparently in the video screens, you know, when they first started this, everyone was kind of like blah. With that being said, I did it. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over really? it. I don't have to do it again. Um, I'd like to be able to watch it at my own pace. I don't want to have to, you know, be excited or or being told what to do when I'm not excited about a match. Um, just to feed uh, into the the Thunderdome. It was done. If you get a chance to do it, go do it. When it says refresh or don't refresh, refresh it anyway. Uh, <laughs> don't listen to the man. Do it. And uh, yeah, and and I'm I, I, as as of last. Friday with SmackDown, I'm done. I'm over it. It's over. That's it. So I had actually signed up for the Thunderdome, mm-hmm. and I had gotten the invitation and all that. I made it on time, mm-hmm. you know, two minutes after they opened. Mm-hmm. I fucking got right in there. Mm-hmm. And I came home on Friday. I got the call time for 7. Okay. But uh, I missed it again. <laughs> okay. I... <laughs> I got home, I think, around 8.15, 
and then immediately just put it on my computer. Like, I went on my computer, I tried to fucking do it, and I left it there, and I was watching SmackDown. And then all of a sudden, my computer's still on, and now I'm watching the news, and I'm like, oh, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, stop. I, that's probably best that I didn't get into the Thunderdome, because yeah. all you would have just seen is my face snoring. <laughs> And it would have been. Uh, well, no, you wouldn't have because they would have cut your ass off. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's passed out. <laughs> How do they not know it's my feed? Like, what if it's my internet? They cut you out. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, they probably don't give up. They, they don't care. Crap about it. <laughs> they don't care who, who you are. That's it. Um, anyway, so the SmackDown uh, for this past Friday night started off with your new Universal Champion in Roman Reigns. Uh, with Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman just being very subdued, not shouting, uh, saying that uh, he, he wants to make sure that the big dog is treated like the star that he is, uh, going into a whole thing about how he was not recognized and not appreciated. Um, yeah, it was just it, this, and then and then Roman gets on on the mic and says his his piece, and the difference between Reigns and and uh, Lesnar is that Reigns can talk on the mic, and now that he's a heel. He's got like that slow, like deliberate delivery. The two of them. This was one of the best promos that WWE has had in a while, and of course, it's because Heyman's there. Um, yep. So I, I highly recommend if anybody has not seen SmackDown yet, please go watch just the first ten minutes of this when they they come out. It's one of the one of the best promos I've seen in a while. The one thing that I took away from this was, you can very clearly tell that this is a different Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. It is not the big dog anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not his yard. <laughs> uh, you have special counsel to the... Hang on, let me get this right. Special counsel, mm-hmm. Paul Heyman. Sure. And tribal chief, Roman Reigns. <laughs> I like it. Okay. But the funny thing that caught me off guard was uh, <laughs> Paul Heyman... Paul Heyman called... Corey, he called Michael Cole and Corey Graves Anderson Cooper and Carmella's latest boyfriend. You, when he said that, I, you, I lost it. My jaw dropped. <laughs> I lost. I it. said, and you just see Corey in the corner uh, tapping his fucking yeah. pencil like a piece of shit. You basically just called called his girlfriend a whore on national yeah. TV. Um, yeah, that just it's, it, what what a way to kick things off in in the Reigns era, and just amazing. Just absolutely yeah. amazing. So, everybody, welcome to Roman's Island. <laughs> Roman's Island. That's and right. uh, fun fact, Tama Tonga has actually invited Roman Reigns onto his podcast because of it. <laughs> Shout out Tama's Island. Oh, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this this whole thing. Uh, we were supposed to have a, uh, in, <laughs> instead of a triple threat match, SmackDown wanted to do one better and have a, a quadruple <laughs> match for the uh, Universal title against Reigns at Clash of Champions. And Big E was supposed to be involved in it, and Big E comes with a, with a cake for Xavier Woods, even though we never saw Xavier Woods the entire night, because it was is Woods Woods's birthday. Um, security comes, tells him that he's outside. He walks he walks into the garage. Of course, why would he be outside? I don't know why. And Seamus ambushes him, um, and throws him into a car car window uh, windshield of a car. Um, it was just weird in in that, and then just basically yeah. all that to set up. The, the main event, which would happen uh, later on as far as the setup. But before we get to that, uh, I think the biggest the biggest thing of the night, even despite all that other stuff, um, we had a rematch for the uh, the Women's Tag Team Champions, uh, uh, Baszler and Nia Jax against Sasha Banks and Bailey. 
And speaking of storylines having a payoff, it's that's basically everything that we talk about as far as having payoffs. Like when we talk about evolution and everybody being built up just to build up certain guys in it to ultimately break up, which is what they did to have a, a match at, at WrestleMania against Triple H and uh, Batista. It's about payoff, and it's about not having it happen immediately. Like there has to be a slow burn to it, and this was as slow as it gets. And not not to mention the fact that I thoroughly enjoyed what happened because I did not expect it to happen now. I expected it to happen yeah. later on down the road. So when it happens like like this, and I'm watching on Thunderdome, and I'm wa- I have I have Stephanie and Rob and Zoom, um, and I, I I apologize to you because I saw I saw your your text way after the fact and I'm, i was so preoccupied with thunderdome um I, dude i was passed out I oh, you were passed out anyway but uh, <laughs> i wasn't even gonna answer i you. saw them i saw everything that happened with with bailey before they did and i'm like i'm trying to bite my tongue <laughs> because it's all happening in real time now you know how i feel when we watch it together i'm always because <laughs> you're you always guys. ahead um so anyway so Baszler and nia Jax, uh defeat them again banks and bailey again and then bailey as as expected, not expected today uh, during this this event, but it happened where Bailey turns on Banks finally, finally turns on her and completely and utterly destroys her, <laughs> destroy to the point where there was yep. a, there was a part where uh, he at the end of the the whole uh, brutalizing that Bailey took Banks's head, put it in a chair, went on the second rope and jumped on and hit the chair and it slammed her neck into the the the, the back of the chair uh, yeah <laughs> i thought she was dead i think her larynx her larynx must be destroyed um however they worked that out to make it look like it's real they did a great job <laughs> because god that was just one for the ages this this whole and there's just some epic he uh epic uh tag team turns i mean you could talk we could talk about that for days and i'd love to go into a list i keep saying we do these lists i would would love to do like next week i'm saying this now next week i want a top five best uh tag team turns of all time okay don't say don't would you put this in the top five i would not i okay i'm just but i'm 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 just trying to come up with a, a list because of this this is, I mean, this this is good though. It wasn't like it was bad. This was actually uh, for for two people that you knew. Again, you knew this was going to happen, just yeah. like uh, any other tag team. Kind of see when it's going to boil over and then when it finally happens. But this, they went and said it wasn't like like I'm going to smack you and punch you and then she left up the ramp. Like she just demolished her. Um, yeah, it's a setup for an, an, another leg of this storyline, which I, they did a great job with it. Absolutely, I was thoroughly shocked. Just like everybody else, when Bailey actually pulled the trigger on Sasha, it was uh, whew, man, full. She went full heel. She went full. I love it. Yeah, no, she went full. It wasn't like, yeah, they were both like heels, obviously, but she went like above and beyond heel. Um, and and that this could have gone, I think this could have gone either way. I'm not at least for me. I'm sure everybody else probably knew that it was going to be Bailey turning on Banks, but I could have seen no, Banks. I, I agree with you. It could have gone either way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. It could have gone either way. Banks turning on Bailey. Um, since well, you got to figure, just really quick, you got to figure Bailey was the one that was always known as the good babyface. Right. So you got right. Sasha was the one that was always known as the good heel. The good heel. Right. Which is why it could lend to the fact that it was Sasha going to turn heel on Bailey, which made it all the more, which made surprising. it all the more better that it was Bailey turning on turning Sasha. on Banks. Which is why, again, you say you're saying would I put this in the top five? Probably not. I put it in the top ten. 
uh, uh, yeah. maybe like, you know, and if I went through a list, I'm not, I can't go through a list right now in my head, but if I actually put pen to paper, I, I put this up there, um, just because of their, their association with each other. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'd go into a whole list right now, but let's, let's wait, let's save it for next week. I'm going to do, you and I do your, do our, our own, uh, top five best, uh, tag team breakups of all time. Um, uh, really quick, I was I was amused by Sami Zayn getting on the mic with the uh, producers and why <laughs> why it wasn't said that he was the current Intercontinental Champion and uh, I think the what was the excuse um, uh, it wasn't written down or something like that it wasn't uh, yeah it wasn't in the notes it wasn't in the notes <laughs> it wasn't the, they both said it it wasn't in the notes it wasn't in the notes um, and then we get to the main li- listen I've been there. I've been there. There's stuff in my notes that I listen. You know, I'm like, damn, I needed to get to that. Need to get to that, and, and wasn't said. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the day, uh, the, the 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 night, as far as SmackDown goes, it was announced that the replacement for Big E, since he's out <laughs> of the match, was Jey Uso. And also, prior to all that, Jey Uso encountered Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman after Reigns and Heyman had their intro, uh, kicking things off at SmackDown. Uh, Heyman leaves. And then Uso and Reigns have this like conversation. Reigns is like, "It's okay, I know what I'm doing." Blah blah blah. And then Uso gets entered into this uh, this four way match for uh, the title shot. And who wins? But Jay Uso. So now we have family going after each other. And I, I love it. I don't expect him to win, <laughs> but I love it either way. Uh, I like that there's a new wrinkle in the in the story. Um, and I like that they can build up on something like what are you doing, you family and family. And then I, I, I expect something during a SmackDown uh, taping where R- Reigns uh, turns on Uso and uh, on Jay and uh, and just goes after him, and it builds up to to more of of, uh, of a storyline heading to Clash of Champions. Um, my favorite part Agreed. though is my favorite Agreed. part though is, is Corbin taking taking Uso and throwing him over. The uh, the Thunderdome screens. At one point, the, the the first level of screens, he takes them and he just throws them over. And somehow he, Uso, to his credit, was able to jump high enough to clear those screens. <laughs> and uh, you didn't see him until until the the end of the night, uh, the end of the match, where he does the frog splash, um, and and gets the win on on Matt Riddle. He did the frog splash on Matt Riddle, gets a three count, and, and he's the uh, he's a contender against uh, Roman Reigns. I got something really quick about that. Sure. So I just did a little. <clears throat> little research real quick. Just I have a little theory. Mm-hmm. So this champion, this what you call it, it's going to be on September 27th, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh-huh. That's when the, the, the pay-per-view is? Pay-per-view is September 27th, yes. Yeah. So Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns, September 27th. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they align. He aligns himself with Paul after losing. Hmm. Where's Jimmy, by the way? That's where I'm getting to. Okay. Jimmy's been out mm-hmm. with a knee injury. Okay. Six to nine months. Oh. On May third is when that article broke. Hmm. So if you can do math, September 27th would be right about six months. Conspiracy. So if he actually got good and all mm-hmm. before you know in, in between that more closer to the six months mm-hmm. i could see jimmy returning and doing some i don't i don't know which way it could go yeah i'm just saying i see jimmy coming back at some point may i would want to see the usos with paul mm-hmm. and roman right. have a whole 
click kind of exactly right Samoan monsters I don't know okay. something like that <laughs> we can work on that yeah yeah we'll work on it we got time <laughs> you got time before um, that happens <laughs> but that was just something that came to my mind really quick because it was uh I don't know why it just popped in my head like hey where's where's Jimmy yeah that's a good question where the fuck is Jimmy where has he been um, so SmackDown was actually I, I I enjoyed SmackDown especially with all the, the turning and the and the ranges and the good things that happened. Um, and then we come to we uh, purposely skipped over uh, AEW Dynamite, which by the way, um, the only thing I really uh, other than them setting up for All Out for Saturday was the return of uh, Excalibur. Uh, I am happy he's back. I am not happy though that he hasn't come up with a statement yet. I would have expected more from him and Tony Khan. That's my two cents. That's my piece. Um, nothing as far as an apology or he just basically sat out for the last month and, and change and is back. The only explanation he gave, which, if I'm being honest, mm. made me chuckle at the time. Okay. All he said during the broadcast mm-hmm. on Wednesday mm-hmm. was, I took an extended siesta. Ex- extended siesta. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's what you're gonna that's say. What, about that's what we're going with. Not this the, whole thing. No, nah, that's what we're going with. All right, fine. All right. <laughs> Listen, it, it made me laugh. It's making me laugh right now. But just, that might just, not be the best of things to say. No, I, yeah, I would like, think. I would think you'd come up with a better, uh, <laughs> a better yeah. reason. Or you know, again, even if you didn't ex- apologize on on air, apologize in your Twitter feed. Maybe he did. Maybe I missed it. Uh, but uh, from my looking out for it, never saw it. Never heard anything from him. Never again. Never heard anything from Tony Khan. You heard him blatant all as clear as day when uh, 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 Linda Hogan said his her racist shit um, and said now apparently you know there's a ban with you and your husband and your ex husband. Um, you heard him when he when Sammy Guevara spoke out against uh, wanting to rape uh, Sasha Banks. Not so Jimmy much Jimmy Havoc too. Jimmy Havoc. Um, yeah, nothing as far as far as uh, Excalibur like radio silence. So I think it's Excalibur who's the one who's really kind of deciding what to do with this why is that well when did he get such pull that he's able to to do that he tony wanted to leave him in tony didn't want to take him out tony wanted to leave him in and have excalibur just keep going well in hindsight how bad of a look excalibur was the one that's like listen this might be the not this might not be the best time to have sword for this i mean it's it was a bad look then i mean it's 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 you know time heals all wounds but where are we at now? It's still it's still a thing. It hasn't like gone away. Yeah, we we, we would uh, still we would not be talking about this now. I'm sorry, we would not have been talking about this now had he just said something. Uh, we would have been like, okay, he said his piece, and uh, you know we all make mistakes. That's fine. Well, let's be honest. We, we, we would have been perfect. talking about it now and breaking it down. <laughs> right. We, we would we would have been. But if he said it again, time heals all wounds. If he did it when he first got kicked out or or had his his siesta. Then you know we wouldn't be talking about it again. We'd just be talking about, hey, here he's back. He said his piece. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. You move on. That's fine. Yeah. But nothing. There's <laughs> nothing. I'm just I'm a little uh, a little perturbed by that. Anyway, he was back you on can, Wednesday. You can say it. You're you're disappointed. I I am. I'm, I'm just, not angry. I'm just I'm, disappointed. And that's even worse than being angry. It is. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Trust me, it is. I am. I'm very disappointed in the two of them and the company as a whole. Uh, but that being said, that was Wednesday. Fast forward to Saturday with with All Out. Uh, we had our, our we initially were supposed to have, uh, which by the way, this whole thing was like gimmick central with this this whole pay per view. Like they don't normally do that. AEW is not like a- WWE in that they have these gimmick kind of 
like matches or it seemed like half the card. No, 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 no. They don't have gimmick pay per views. They don't have gimmick pay per views. They do have gimmick matches. They have they gimmick matches. They don't have gimmick pay per views, and it's more than fifty percent of the matches in this card were gimmicks. So, yes. um, uh, one of them was supposed to be the tooth and nail match, and there was such gripe about it being on the buy in that they moved it to the main card. When we'll get to that. Yep. Um, they kick things off with uh, Joey Janela uh, against Serpentico, which. Uh, I, I didn't know he actually would, could be... Uh, I mean, it's not, not the main card. He was on a buy-in. He, he's usually on dark, Serpentico is. Um, with And in the, the crowd. And in the crowd. <laughs> Just standing in the crowd. So it was uh, uh, Janela sometimes. Uh, so Janela... Uh, I believe Janela took the the win for the, yes. on this one here. Um, okay. Again, and then Sunny Kiss uh, on the outside, uh, basically acting as the the enforcer. Which <laughs> I, I find that uh, find that funny. Um Private Party taking on Dark Orders number three and four. Yes, Reynolds and Silver numbers. Um, and I uh, tried. I tried explaining this to Steve yesterday, and he was just not following me on it. Uh, as far as as far as the, oh the uh, the, the number, one like, through five silver and, and the backwards six e and all that good stuff. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I think uh, Private Party. Yeah, Private Party took this one with the gin and juice. Um. And then the opening contest. Speaking of which, so it might have it might as well have been on the uh, the the buy because it was the opening match. Um, from what I've read, just because Britt Baker, and, and to her credit, God bless her, that she's still you know recovering from her her broken nose, um, had this match, and because of that, that's the reason why they did it uh, cinematically, is because they wanted to be able to edit it if there was an issue with her. I thought it was um, her knee. Well, she had, she had issues with that, but then she had a broken nose, which is why she was wearing the the face mask. The knee is also yeah. The knee was more current. I thought the knee was the bigger injury. The knee the knee was the bigger injury, okay. um, but as far as yeah, you're right for that and and her her nose still protecting that. Um, mm-hmm. She she again give her credit that she wanted to uh, ha- have a match, but that's the reason why they they had it cinematically was because they wanted to be able to cover up issues with with Britt Baker. Um, can I also put a give give credit that she took a syringe to her leg. Um, <laughs> that uh, Baker did took a syringe of uh, of Novocaine <laughs> to her leg. Like, listen, at some point during this match, um, Baker wants to. We're gonna have you attempt to uh, drill Swole's face with a dental drill. Okay, obviously that's not that's not gonna go over. Um, not, not go over. That's not gonna happen. But uh, it would go over. But then you need to take the syringe and shove it in your leg. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll do it. Wait, wait, I missed it. She shoved the syringe in her own leg? No. Swole shoved the, the syringe, I air quotes, syringe of Novocaine uh-huh. in Baker's leg. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. And that's, uh, yeah. And uh, Imagine if it was it was the wrong thing and it actually gave her adrenaline. <laughs> that's how she lost. <laughs> that's how she Click. lost. Ah! <laughs> the heart exploded. Uh, Reba was involved in this also um, as, as comedic relief, but uh, she then ended the match with putting Britt Baker uh, with laughing gas, a mask of laughing gas on her face, and she was out for the 10 count. <laughs> and that was, Listen, I'd be out for the 10 count if I had that much laughing gas. I mean, but just, just insane how uh, this, this match was uh, was planned out. And uh, I, I'd go with it. <laughs> Entertaining. Entertaining the fact that you would go, you would, no pun intended, go all out for uh, ending a match with a mask of, full of laughing gas. Um, moving on to uh, Young Bucks taking on Jurassic Express, the new Young Bucks. In their uh, their attitude, they're they're angry and they're they're emo esque. 
Bullet uh, Club Young Bucks coming back. Bullet Club Young Bucks. They they are they are serious now because of the whole thing with uh, Adam Page and and uh, their anger now. They're they're so angry. Um, I think that uh, every match. By the way, every match that Jurassic Express has, it has to be Jungle Boy that starts the match, uh, and there there has to be a five gallon shot that you have to take every time there's a hot tag for Luchasaurus. Because yeah. it, because it would happen every single match, <laughs> it happens yeah. every single match where he's he it's a he, Jungle Boy or Marco Stunt will get their ass kicked, and then Luchasaurus comes in and just like does the slow motion like boots <laughs> and does the backflips, and in like in in real time because it just looks like this lumbering six foot eight guy just doing these flips and just taking forever to do it, but he he does it every single time. Um, but then the Young Bucks take this uh, with Super Kick Party. Uh, moving on with that, the 21-man Casino Battle Royal, and my boy was robbed. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> uh, Taz is on the commentary for this match. Uh, they started off with uh, Trent from Best Friends, or Christopher Daniels, uh, Jake Hager, uh, mm-hmm. Blade from Butcher and the Blade, and Ray Phoenix, uh, the first group out. Uh, next group goes Kazarian, Will Hobbs. Do you know anything about Will Hobbs? He was the uh, enhanced jobber who lost to yes, you're right, Darby yeah, Allen, correct, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, right? Um, the enhanced jobber, that's right. We talked about that. Will Hobbs, Chuck Taylor, best friends, uh, and Santana and Ortiz of Inner Circle. So we have uh, best all best friends out, um, more uh, Inner Circle members than anybody else. Two thirds of SCU. Two, two thirds of SCU, um, and then. Uh, in the Casino Royale Battle Royale, they're always it's always uh, known for uh, the wild card entrance. So a new a new person that's coming into the uh, the faction into AEW. First they had um, uh, who was it? Uh, Ricky Starks, uh, Brian Cage, Darby Allen. Uh, ironically, those three came out at the same time. Um, Wait quickly. Yeah. Uh, on name changes, the first two that you missed on that were Billy, All right. formerly known as Billy Gunn. All right. Parentheses Gunn. And Penta, El Cero M, mm. which is because AAA owns Pentagon Junior. The name. So they just realized that now, and now they have to change the name. No, they had a working relationship with them before, and I don't think they're working with each other. Oh, uh. which is funny because I'm pretty sure Kenny Omega is still their champion. But Kenny Omega owns his name. But Kenny Omega is still the champion. So if they're working with each other, it's like New Japan. It's like New Japan and John Moxley. Right, right. Yeah, it's weird. One of the titles is yeah. owned by a wrestler in AEW, in AEW right now. Right, yeah. And they cannot go and defend it. Yeah, because <laughs> they can't travel. Um, and then the last group out, Sean Spears, uh, who basically went to the uh, the broadcast table to, to announce a little bit. Uh, my boy Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, Sonny Kiss, and Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after all was said and done with this, it came down to uh, Kingston and Archer <laughs> were the last two. And Jake Roberts uh, distracts Eddie Kingston with a bag, uh, presumably presumably containing a snake. Um, and then while this all happened, Archer uh, choke slams Kingston on the floor, and uh, Archer is now the is the the new con- number one contender basically after winning this for the AEW Championship. But that wasn't the big story. Please. The oh, yes. big story <laughs> yes. about this battle royal yes. was that. The big, big story. Going back to what you said before. Mm-hmm. The Joker. Yes. 
Well, the person that drew the Joker card mm-hmm. is a airman of sorts. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel, formerly known as Evan, Evan Bourne, Bourne, was the last person in the Casino Battle Royal. Correct. And what had happened was he came out, he delivered a high knee to Sean Spears, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then he got onto the top rope with Will Hobbs right underneath him and went to deliver what I would have assumed would have been a perfectly executed shooting star press. As he's done before. But he got the yips. Did he? He did. And he slipped right off of that front, right off of that top rope. His arm hit the rope on the way down to kind of like balance his fall so he can fall on his back. Mm-hmm. And then he just fell clean on the floor. Like he fell clean on the mat. To the mat. And you see Hobbs basically cover him. Yeah. Like not, not, not to like pin him, but to like basically just protect him or see if he's okay. Because yeah. it was not a good look. This was this was uh, I said to you before we started recording, like the equivalent of Shockmaster in a debut, where you just basically like you're you're looking to start your career in a new organization, and you just shit the bed, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Um. Not and, and this is not the first uh, botch of the night, nor will it uh, uh, been the last. Um, well, this was the first botch of the night. Well, no, but it I, would I not be the last. I one. believe. Uh. Well, Private Party had a, had a couple of uh, not not. Like huge botches like this one, but it was kind. Oh, yeah, I missed those ones. Yeah, it was kind. There was there was parts of that that match that I I saw that were just kind of like, uh, they, they screwed up in in the the throwing of where to go in the. It was a it was a whole thing with private party, but it wasn't as big big or bad as what happened with uh, Seidel in this. That match. could have been very bad. He could have injured himself. He could have injured other people, but everything worked out, I guess. The other part of the story, um. Which uh, Seidel was a huge was a huge takeaway from this match. There was one part where Cage threw Darby Allen into a body bag. He then yeah. took a bag of thumbtacks and tried to attempt to put them in the body bag. Most of them fell out. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole premise of, the, of the, the idea of this was is mind boggling to me because you put him in a body bag and then you go to uh, what he uh, he slammed a power bomb him outside the ring onto the ramp. With him in the body bag, with the tax in the body bag, so that so in theory, it should have been this amazing uh, spot and painful spot. But most of them were outside, so anybody else that was outside the ring <laughs> or in the ring with these thumbtacks got the after effect of this because Cage is just a moron and can't get. Yeah, them people in. did not get power slammed onto that side of the ring that side of the ring. The that was the time. that was avoided. <laughs> that was all avoided. So the takeaways were thumbtacks in a body bag to Darby Allen and Seidel just basically botching his debut um, by. <laughs> attempting a shooting star press and just totally slipping oh, and falling man. off falling off the top. It rope. was so bad. It was I, very dude, bad. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Matt Seidel." Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Evan Bourne's <laughs> back. This is awesome. This is this is great. And like, then nothing. <laughs> and then he just fucking nothing. Uh yeah, Eddie Kingston got destroyed at the end there by Jake Roberts distracted and Archer is is now the number one contender. This next one scared me even more. And wait, there's more everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Botchfest continues because they had the last man standing. Botchfest 2020 2020. They had Matt Hardy versus the Spanish god Sammy Guevara. And it started off um with Hardy on the football field and he's basically yelling for Sammy to come out. Um Sammy coming in full circle with storytelling. 
He comes in a, in a golf cart trying to run down Hardy this time, as Hardy tried to do last time uh, to Guevara. Um, Guevara slams into a wall uh, when Hardy moved out of the way. Uh, DDT. Makeshift wall. Makeshift wall. Uh, he DDT'd Sammy onto a table. And then they, they get, he puts Sammy onto a forklift, raises the lift up. Now the two of them are on this, this forklift. And there's tables un- underneath them on the floor. Mm-hmm. You see what's about to happen because Hardy is on the edge of this forklift. Guevara pushes him. And Matt Hardy falls. He's supposed to fall onto the table. He falls too far. His lower back ends up hitting the table, but his head hits the hits floor. Hits the concrete. Hits the concrete floor. Mm-hmm. The concrete floor. To which yeah. Aubrey rushes over and immediately, an immediately throws up that X. And you saw it. And what what they did was they when in, in wrestling they have again when that when that impact hit ha- happens. The reason why they switch camera angles is because if if it doesn't hit fully like if a wrestler doesn't hit another wrestler fully from another angle it looks like he did if there's a if there's a splash like like last week there was a splash i think uh marquen d- did it uh one private party did it and he didn't get the full effect of it but the camera switched so you got to see him kind of it looks like he's hitting this camera switched to and if you, you freeze it you can see it switched to him getting his head fully hit onto the concrete aubrey uh comes over throws up the x and you see Sammy Guevara kind of wander away slowly, taking off his jacket mm-hmm. to just give him time <laughs> to kind of uh, get his, his to kind of off. start the match. To start, he didn't even start the match, right? <laughs> to start the match, but if if they're throwing, if she's throwing an X up, that should have been the end of the match. We're talking about this guy's out, like he, he's he's out cold. That was it. Um, yeah, but <laughs> but they didn't. I... They didn't. They did not. Uh, Matt stands up to to try to attack Sammy. And he falls again. And now Aubrey's like, again, here's the X. Like, we, what are we doing? Like, X thrown up, thrown, thrown up. And the doctor is off camera the entire time, comes over, rushing over to, see, to, to kind of tend to him. We think the match is over. They, they cut away to, to, the, to Excalibur and Jim Ross and, uh, and Tony trying to explain away what just happened. And what do they do? They cut back to Matt yeah. Hardy. So I believe it was... Okay, so this is what happened, because I watched it live, and it was not cool. Mm -hmm. It wasn't cool. I saw Matt come down, and I'm going to be thoroughly honest with you. Mm. I got scared when he took that fall, because he went almost catatonic. Yeah. He locked up. When he hit, he locked up. His eyes were nowhere to be found. Right. And all you see is just him chilling on the floor completely locked straight and it was very fucking scary that being said as soon as Aubrey threw up the X Sammy slowly started to make his way back to the locker room right and then Matt went after him Hmm. now I'm trying to figure out knowing Matt Hardy he wanted to finish the match like the way the way that we know Matt Hardy the, the performer he wanted to finish that match. There had to be a, a, a definitive ending. Right. But at what but that, point? They shouldn't have let that happen. Well, okay. So then that comes to my, my point now. So we, we how many times we see athletes, professional sports athletes, say, uh, I'm good to go. I want to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out there. 
Um, even now, we're talking about uh, the return of college football, and college football players want to have their their second to last year, the last year by playing. They want to play. Like there's a whole, this whole controversy now with with Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Big Ten's not gonna not gonna play their season. Uh, SEC. These players want to play, and they wanted reasons why they can't play. Well, the reason why is because it's, there's COVID, and they want to take the risk of you dying or getting sick from this this uh, disease, this pandemic. Players want to play. Wrestlers want to wrestle despite, but who has the overall say to tell them you're probably not in the best, it's probably not in the best interest that you continue this match. Like you have to look out for someone else, someone has to, and overall above you, has to look out for your employees. And mm-hmm. th- that is not a good look to say this doctor basically said it's okay for you to continue. Because you said it's okay. I mean, what? what? <laughs> People have concussions all the time in wrestling and sports. There's that's there's a reason why there's concussion protocol. And if you can't pass, and guaranteed, there's no way in fucking hell that that doctor did that con- concussion protocol in that moment and said, okay, you know what, Matt's good. No, no, Matt said he's good because it verbally came out of his mouth. So the doctor took his word on it and said, listen, continue the match. Not a good look. Not a good look at all on AEW. That, and then there's, there's a reason why they're getting such backlash for, for this. It's it's not a good look, and they should not have continued this match. And that and, and all his wife being is said, pissed. And his wife, they, his wife is pissed. <laughs> Yo, did you see the text? Reby is pissed. <laughs> did you see the text message that Reby shared on Twitter? I did, but do you, do you have it like the exact verbiage? I don't, I don't have the exact. I, I just remember what Matt put. Mm. And let me tell you something. There were times during that match where Reby had to have think, that's the last thing that my husband told me. Yeah. And all that he said was, I love you. I'm heading to the football field. I got to go now. Can you imagine? That could have been his last words. <laughs> that could have been his last words to his wife. To his wife. Right yeah. before a wrestling match. Yeah. Just insane. Absolutely insane. And, and they continued the match. And they, they come. They came back into the arena. And they start w- climbing up the, the scaffolding in the arena. And you see Matt slip. And like, okay, yes. That's, that's what's going to happen when you're concussed. When you have a concussion and you have a man concussed, and he's trying to climb. Just insane. They, they, they were. If anything positive that came out of this match was that they ended it quick. That Sammy they ended was, it quick, and it was a good spot at the end. And it was a good spot at the end. Sammy fell into that that uh, you know the same yeah. the same thing he fell into when during the, the stadium stampede kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was just, he just <laughs> they he, built the big hat that they built clearly built for him, um, and that was it. They got the ten count, and that, as far as uh, him being out, that was it. But awful look. Awful look for AEW. Awful look for uh, for a- anybody involved. The 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 powers that be uh, need to look at themselves uh, because that was just horrible. Um, really quickly going into the rest of this here, uh, Karoshita, Thunder Rosa, and at, by the way, after this, uh, after that match, nothing else felt right. Like the entire night was deflated, uh, at, at least for me watching everything else because it just kind of was like okay. I mean, at, at that it was point, a buzz kill. It was a huge buzz kill. It was There's a no kill. way to recover. Like this is that's the kind of moment where you're like, even though you have a rest of the card you have to fulfill, and wrestlers need to wrestle, and you have promised this this the rest of this card for, to everybody, it's kind of like just just wipe our hands and kind of like shake it off and move on to the next thing here because this is not just again you got to move on from this, this is not a and good this look. was an incredible match too like this this next match uh, the, the AEW Women's World Championship Thunder Rosa a uh, good fucking match yeah because of Thunder Rosa and she is but she, the entire time I'm literally sitting fucking steve's house and i'm looking at him going 
Yo, that wasn't okay. That was not okay. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> not good at all. Uh, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, man. Um, and then they're pulling off this fucking incredible match, and I couldn't even. I couldn't even. I barely watched it's, it. It's a shame because they can't get their full their full due because of what just happened prior to this match. Um, so we had Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, I did not expect Thunder Rosa to win because she's just she's already a champion in another <laughs> organization. Um, but it, again, a hell of a match for Thunder Rosa and and Sheeta. It just it's a shame that they it, the timing the timing's everything. She um, did this whole pendulum thing. Like yeah. That was her one of her one of her uh, submissions that she did, mm-hmm. where she had uh, she held on to she stood up and held on to Sheeta's arms and legs mm-hmm. while Sheeta was facing down, and then swung her in between her legs like a pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> and wow, that was impressive. Uh, but still, the whole time I'm going, how the fuck is Matt Hardy? How is he still alive? <laughs> how is he still alive? Uh, this is where they had Kip Sabian and Pen- Penelope Ford had the whole thing with uh, <laughs> to check them out on uh, on Twitch. Uh, we had an eight man grudge match with um, uh, Dark Order against Natural Nightmares and Cardona and Scorpio Sky. Uh, Dark Order, another good one. Another another good one. Uh, Cabana actually. Took the uh, the loss in this one uh, from from Dustin and Brody Lee uh, shoving Coca Banna at the end of this uh, in frustration, um, but did not hit him. Did not hit him no. uh, like he's known to do with his other members. So because that's his favorite child. At some point, uh, speaking of story, speak, uh, that, that's at some point they're gonna they're setting up for Colt and Brody Lee. Yep. Um, and then we had our uh, tag team. Uh, champions uh, with uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on FTR. Uh, what do you think about this one? Because I was I, I I expected FTR to win. I liked it. Okay, I thought it was a great fucking match, and I was just Avian. I was invested the whole time, thinking that this was going to be the time that they're going to start the storyline mm-hmm. for the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really. No. But they did at the same time. At the end. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Not even at the end. Okay. Uh, Tully comes out rocking, you know, the red jackets like Dash and what is it? Cash and Dax. Wow, that was yes. weird. <laughs> uh, so I was very intent on looking at the jackets, mm-hmm. and it turns out there are three very clear horses on the back of those jackets. Mm. Not four, three. So I don't know. As far as what that means, and if you notice, they're also throwing up threes like this. Yeah, like like a reverse stink. What is it? Reverse to the pink ones thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, nah, uh-huh. version one. Version one, yes, yes, yeah, we'll go with that. Sure, version one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they come out doing this. I'm thoroughly certain that in the ether. FTR and Sean are already aligned with each other. They just haven't made it known on television yet. Right, right. They need their Rick. They need their Rick. <laughs> they need their Rick. Uh, and I don't know right now whether that is going to be Cody. Because the Cody thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's Sean's friend. Sean was the one with Tully. Cody's with Arn. All makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the hangman... Lurking in the back of I, all of this storyline, I, I think like, he's still part of it, man. Are we getting a red herring? Yeah, I think it's in Cody 
that's going to lead us to Hangman, or are we getting a red herring in Hangman that's going to lead us to Cody? Mm. Yeah, I, I still I still think it's I still think it's going to be uh, Hangman at some point in, involved in there, but um, like uh, FTR comes out when Omega's out somehow and uh, out talking, and and Page protects him some tries to protect Omega somehow, but then turns on him. Um, uh, yeah, I still think it's Page. Uh, so the we, only way that Kenny Omega can step up from here is if he arrives on Wednesday night as the cleaner, which I thought he was going to do at the end of the match right. on on Saturday, yeah. yesterday. Mm. At the end of the world title match, I thought we were going to get cleaner Kenny Omega coming out. Right. But then Lance and all that, so it makes sense. So we have a new uh, tag team champions in FTR. That's your, your WWE connection there. Uh, speaking of WWE, Jericho uh, taking on Cassidy uh, in a Mimosa Mayhem match. Uh, the rules of this match, pinfall submission or 80-gallon vat of Mimosa getting thrown into for the win. What else did you think was going to happen in, in this match? Uh, it would have been very disappointing if this match ended in a pinfall or submission since there's a the vat of Mimosa that was just unused. Um, yeah, the whole, the whole other side of the ring was not used at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was the one... The one on on the hard, I guess that is where hard camera is right. closer to. Right. But you didn't, the whole time I'm like, oh, they're using all of this one for the whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. And then they're going to go to the other one, and that's where they're going to fall. That's going to fall over there. <laughs> you, you put two. You might as well have put a third one on the on the all sides. on the ring rape and on the other yeah, side. It all sides. All sides. Yeah. Why? Why not? I don't know. Just like if you had a fight, like an inferno match. But um, thoroughly, I I should have known that Chris Jericho was going to lose this match. Mm -hmm. Just because his track record with matches that he creates is not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> he has a not losing record with the matches that he creates. Yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, I was, I, I was, I, I'm always in, in, in enjoying uh, Cassidy matches. So I was, uh, I actually enjoyed that uh, in, in all its gimmicky glory. And then uh, the main event, which was the. Uh, for the AEW World Championship, John Moxley taking on MJF, and the paradigm shift being uh, banned as per contract. Um, MJF getting uh, getting bloody bloody good uh, in that face and getting bit <laughs> bit on his face by uh, by Moxley. Yeah. Um, and then the iron. Well, this was a good match. This was an, yeah. a, a really good match, and I thought MJF was taking it, and I did not. So for that, you know what? <sighs> Bitch, you guessed it. You was right. I'll take that. Thank you very much. All right, but you at least see where like this I was so, coming from. So rare when it he, happens. He, he's been champion a while now. He's been champion then, a while, but not. I mean, I don't think it's long enough that he just all of a sudden loses it. I think I thought it was kind of like, hey, Renee, you want to go on vacation? <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of Renee, she was in the audience. Uh, at AEW, and Moxley made it clear on Twitter that she still is under uh, no compete. Uh, so he basically said, "We don't know when we might get to see her on AEW, but until then, uh, she was there. She was in the audience." Interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bloody mess for MJF, and uh, ironically, the the move that was banned <laughs> from the match, the paradigm shift that uh, double arm DDT. Um, Warlow was distracted by the ref. Or the ref <laughs> distracted and uh, by Wardlow, and then he gets planted by one of the sickest looking <laughs> paradigm shifts I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, head first <laughs> right into that mat. 
Uh, yeah, uh, John Moxley had that Gotch style pile driver on on MJF, and that thing really looked like it hit MJF square on the noggin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, everything it backfired, oh. and and he gets his first loss of the uh, of the year. The beginning of this match before it even started, Moxley almost had a run in. Hmm. Did you see that? No, it was really quick. I don't know if a lot of I don't know how many people caught it. Okay, so a fan rushed Moxley. Oh. But was that. tackled before he could get any, anywhere close. To I did not see that. Yeah, it, he came through the crowd, and as he's getting in between the two sets of seats, mm-hmm. you just see a fan in a white shirt come on, and then another fan in a white shirt tackle him to the ground. Wow. And then he kind of goes back, and he looks at the camera like, all right. Yeah. And he just keeps walking. <laughs> uh, so John is still your, your champion. That was all out, man. I, I'm um, overall disappointed. Uh, just because of the way it turned out because with all the botching. But, um, you know, again, unfair that matches like Sheeta, uh, Rosa, um, Moxley, and MJF, Cassidy, like they, they all took a back seat to, to Hardy. And um, well, first, first Slidell and his botch, and then the ultimate botch in, in Matt Hardy. And I, I, I shout out to Matt Hardy <laughs> for, for wanting to continue. Um, but not knowing when to quit, and so uh, it, I think uh, for the betterment of everybody, I, I hope I hope to see him on Wednesday to explain everything that happens. Um, but uh, yeah, there's got to be better protocol in this company, man, to be able to care for their own people. It would not have been looked at any worse had you just stopped the match and moved on to the next part of the the, the card. You could fill fill it with time, fill it with something, but you're, it's now a worse look having people like us analyze it because you had to continue with someone that was in, in had a concussion clearly had a concussion because he couldn't stand up he's slipping off of, he had a guy climbing uh, a rafter to try to get somewhere and he's almost slipping off of that just just not a good look could barely walk could barely uh, could barely walk like it's at one point also when he was out when they were outside in the the, the stadium area Guevara is dragging him like he's trying to pick him up and walk with him to a certain point and he crumbles in his arms not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. Nope. With that being said, what we have coming up, we have uh, see Raw. We're building up to uh, Clash of Champions. I'm looking for, for the first time in my life, <laughs> looking forward to more Roman Reigns. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the crowning of, of a new uh, NXT champion uh, with Finn and Cole. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that match. The two of them are, are, are bangers uh, in any match that they're in. Uh, Wednesday Dynamite, seeing if Matt is, uh, is good to go. And that's where we're at. What say you? That's it. That's, That's it. all I got. <laughs> Please hit us up on the Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. I will leave you with. Uh, speaking of uh, bangers that I, I, I'm always when I drive around and just listen to random music. I always remember to, to want to play it. I'm driving in my car, I'm just like the only asshole still listening to this, like on full blast. I just hope you weren't bla- like I, you were you blasting it in my car, not with the windows down. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I would have. I would have though. Had I, I would have opened my windows just to annoy the shit out of everybody else. I hate when people do that. Like, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> what makes you think that I want to listen to your fucking? Music? Exactly. Meanwhile, I would crank mine up just to spite you. <laughs> Yeah. If you're that I'm asshole. I'm trying to listen to a podcast about trees, and now I got to hear this <laughs> bullshit coming from another fucking thing. 
What I the love, hell's going on? I love the Arbor Podcast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love my trees. Uh, please hit us up on the Sons of Slam, uh, Twitter Sons of Slam show. Tell your friends, please. We are increasing in numbers, and it's thanks to you for telling everybody about our wonderful mishap of a show here. More wrestling, more other nonsense going on. My name is Chris Mindell, Reaper Joe Black. Adios, muchachos. The Sons of Slam podcast.